Queens working silence, trying to stop the violence Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story Just imagine how I'm living, only fresh and authentic Never shaking the twisted, I'm going off the specifics Moving with high intentions and exercising my mission Blending purpose with vision, now take a sip and just listen, uh Welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today we're going to talk about why realignment is a necessary strategy for growth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Today is January 14, 2019. And while this is a time of year where many people are executing and working it out with their goals, these last 14 days have truly been my time to reflect on what's working and not working was working in my life. Now, many of my friends have already declared a word to describe what they want this year to be way back when in like December. And normally I do that too. What we speak into ourselves is ultimately what we'll attract. And I choose to choose my words carefully. There were so many words that came to mind when I was thinking about 2019. I want to be bold. I want to hustle, ambition, intention. And then I realized that I've been already doing these things and it wouldn't make sense to proclaim a year with actions that I've already been doing. So a few days ago, I actually celebrated my 28th birthday and went to a place called Hocking Hills with a friend of mine. If you've never heard of it, it's the woods and a whole lot of hills and trees and streams and no Wi-Fi. Well, we had a little bit of Wi-Fi. We had country Wi-Fi. So regardless of if we wanted to unplug by choice or not, our access to the world was pretty much limited. When you detach yourself from your responsibilities, your thoughts, and just the everyday norm in your life, you start to think about the possibilities, right? You're refreshed, you feel innovative, and you just have this renewed sense of energy. So, of course, while we're there chilling, I'm like, ooh, I have the perfect idea that I want to do. I want to do this. And, I, you know, I started to create this grand scheme of things and master plan to create yet another brand. And my friend stopped me in my track. She's like, oh, no, honey. And she sounded more like my grandma than my 30-something-year-old friend. But she... She, she kept it real with me. She had me write down everything that I'm currently doing to see where I am right now. And when I did that, my heart sunk because in all actuality, I'm doing the most. In the last five years, I've started five different brands, some that make money, some don't, some that I work on very diligently and others not so much. And she encouraged me to put everything in perspective and see what still makes sense and what no longer aligns. Now, when she said the word align, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. The word, we hear it so much, but what does it really mean? So when I came back to Columbus, I let that word marinate and then I went to investigate its definition. See, when you align, you are creating a proper position or state of adjustment of parts in relation to one another. So in other words, when you align, you make things line up. Everything has a purpose attached to it because it's all relational. And when you don't do something in line with your original intent, it can throw off the entire process. So as I look back at the last year, hell, even the last six months, I've realized that I've allowed many things to come into my life without a clear indication of how it ties into the bigger picture. I I like to say that I live pretty freely and sometimes it's to a default, but now I've reached a place in my life where things just have to make sense as much as they can. And it starts with clearly knowing what I want and evaluating everything to make sure that it's actually in line. One thing that I've learned over the years is that you never know where life will take you. We gain new experiences, our priorities shift, we add or change values, and ultimately we evolve. Sometimes our goals, our jobs, our relationships and dreams, they don't evolve uh, not as quite as fast as we do. And so it's important to understand if it's still truly in alignment with who we are right now. I struggle with things like a five-year plan because while I know it works for some, it's very hard for me. I can't determine 
determine what life will take me in five years. And while I can plan for it and have enough intelligence to know that curveballs are inevitable, the biggest curveball can sometimes come from yourself. And it's not a negative thing. I, I just think it's growth. And it only becomes negative when you don't take the time to reflect and realign to make sure that everything that you're doing in this moment is everything that you should be doing. So if you can't tell by now, alignment is my word for this year. More importantly, creating a space where I can realign on a regular basis is also important for me. When you don't invest in the time to review where you are and where you want to go, you'll consistently be out of alignment. It's almost like life is like a car. Every so often, a car has to get a wheel alignment as a part of its regular maintenance. The purpose of a wheel alignment is really to allow you to stay on a straight path, you know, so you're not veering off the side of the road. Reduce. Uh, it also helps you reduce the wear and tear on your car, and it also eliminates that annoying little squealing sound from your tires. Tires tell us in advance when it is going out of alignment because it gives us the signs. Your car to go left and right, the steering wheel will feel crooked, and your tires will feel uneven. Now, whether you realize it or not, life is the same way. When we don't feel aligned with something, we lose our energy. We always question ourselves if we're doing the right thing. And ultimately, we feel disconnected, unmotivated, or uninspired to just continue. When we start feeling those things, it's time for a maintenance check. And when you do your check, what do you ask yourself? So I started to think about some of the questions that I've been asking myself the last couple of days and wrote them down. And one of the first questions is, am I making progress? Alignment is really all about progression. If you're doing things that make you feel like a hamster in a spinning wheel, then it's time to reconsider if what you're doing still makes sense. As I started to do research for this topic, I came across a concept by Steph Godden, and he's a marketing expert. He's the author of the book, The Dip, a little book that teaches you when to quit and when to stick. And he comes up with these two states of minds called a dip or a, uh, a cul-de-sac. A dip is where you have reached a conflict basically. And once you've overcome a certain obstacle, you have a greater opportunity waiting on the other side. Now, on the other hand, a cul-de-sac is when you're just out here living, doing the same old thing, same old things going on, and you're putting in the same amount of effort, and ultimately it's not producing any kind of new result. When you're in that dip zone, you should keep going, but where you're in the cul-de-sac mode, it's time to level up and just reassess where you are. So really it's up to you to figure out where you fall in that theory and determine whether you keep going or decide that whatever you're doing just ultimately no longer aligns. Now, another question to consider is, what's the opportunity cost to keep me working on this goal? Now, this one is so important and funny to me because every time I talk to my accountability partner, she lives out in Dallas, and, and I'm always telling her about a new thing, a new opportunity someone's trying to give me, or if I have another one of my great ideas, she tells me, okay, wait, that sounds good, but have you done a cost benefit analysis? And I'm like, dang, girl, you always got to put that MBA stuff in my ear, but you know, I can't fault her because it's so critical to understand. Now, I have to understand if it even aligns or not. Now, if you've never taken economics or dropped it at midterms like myself, an opportunity cost is, I quote, the value of what you have to give up in order to choose something else. So for example, I can't draw. I'm not an illustrator. In my business, if I have a client who requests that type of work, I have to outsource it to someone who can do it. So let's say hypothetically, I have a budget of $5,000 to outsource, but there's a opportunity for me to take a class at the same price to learn the skills that I'm outsourcing. 
So each time I pay an illustrator, I'm losing money. But if I invest in a class, I can potentially learn a skill, keep future dollars to myself, and expand my services for my business and teach the skill to other employees. So while there are pros and cons to both, my goal and the alignment for my business is to make a profit and learning the skill myself may be a cost benefit for me in the long run. So as you look at what align and what doesn't, the simple version of this point is to understand what are you saying no to when you need to say yes to something else. If that yes is bringing you closer to your goal, and has more benefits than sacrifices, then I think you definitely know what to do. But if not, consider gracefully bowing away and remember that it's not a loss when you recognize the lack of value. It's only a loss when you recognize the lack of value, but still continue to do the things out of feelings of being obligated or just because it just feels familiar to you. Another question that I've been asking myself is, who am I doing this for? A lot of times we feel unaligned because we're doing things for the wrong reasons. Particularly, we do things because we want to please someone else. We are responsible for our own happiness and our sense of purpose. And while it's a good thing to do for others, make sure that it's an act based on what you want to do. When you live for others and allow their opinions to dictate who you are, you will always feel out of sync because your life is no longer your own. So make sure when you plan things that the only voice inside of your head is yours. While it's no question that others may influence how we look at life or how we feel, you have the final say-so on what life should look like for you. Um, another really important question. Here goes another type of economics thing. <laughs> can I recover my investment? So time and energy are things that I can never get back. And that's something that I have to consistently remind myself. As you think about the things that you want to realign yourself with, make sure you're completely content with not being able to recover your investment once you've started. I've done things for years and at the end of it all, realize I can no longer get back the money, the time, the energy, and emotion spent doing that particular thing. If what you are doing cannot easily be recovered and you have a problem with it, it may be time to do a little bit of realignment. And finally, the most important question you want to ask yourself is, when I think about doing this, how do I feel? And if you don't feel excited, motivated, or passionate about what you're doing, let it go. When things start to feel like a chore, it's just an indication that it may be something that you don't want to do anymore. Check in with yourself to see why you feel the way that you do. And if there's no room for reconciliation, know that it's time to realign. Now, there's so many questions that we need to ask ourselves as we take time to align, but those are the questions I've been asked and asked myself. Now, what I'm learning through all of this is that we don't have to live a reactionary life. If we take the will alignment approach and practice preventative maintenance on our own purpose, we can avoid a lot of the things that we deal with when we allow our lives to get off course. Some people may associate realignment with quitting, but I think it's so much bigger than that. The word quit, it makes me cringe sometimes because as a society, we've successfully branded it as a synonym for failure. If something no longer serves you, stop doing it immediately. We no longer have room for things that we'll, we'll later resent, and I think it's important to reevaluate how we look at that word. We have to be big enough of a person to look beyond what others will say or how we're perceived and remember why we started. And if our current actions are not aligned with our why, then we have no business staying connected to something that takes us off of our course. I had a conversation with a friend earlier today, and she helped me realize that when something is meant for you, everything will fall into place. But when we hold on to things that no longer work for us, we block what is yet to come for us. Now, before we wrap up today, I want to leave you with the words from a motivational speaker named Brian Tracy. Brian says, just as your car runs more smoothly and requires less energy to go faster and farther when the wheels are in perfect alignment, you perform better when your thoughts, feelings, emotions, goals, and values are in balance. So I want to ask you, are you truly 
in alignment right now? And if not, what do you need to do to reassess, to get you in a place of feeling happy and whole? Thanks for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Once again, my name is Whitney B and I am your host. And if you like what you heard, please like, share, subscribe, and follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If today's episode resonated with you in any kind of way, leave us a review and hit me up on Twitter and IG at Pink Lemonade Podcasts. Until next time, peace.